Hey guys, on today's episode, I'm going to be discussing being intentional with your time. So if you want to learn how to organize your time a little bit better, you are definitely not going to want to miss out on this episode. And if you stick around to the end, I have a special giveaway for you. When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. I am so grateful you're here. And today I'm going to be discussing a topic that I love, and that's time management, because I have found that since I have become a full-time entrepreneur, it has been a lot more challenging to manage my time effectively. So I'm going to talk about my experience around that, what I'm doing to fix it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been an interesting journey so far. But before we get into today's show, if you're an entrepreneur in recovery, or maybe you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and you just want to be inspired by people who are doing what you want to do, come join me in the Rise in Recovery Network for Entrepreneurs Facebook community. We help entrepreneurs in recovery master their minds so they can grow their business and lead authentically fulfilled lives through community connection and collaboration. So if you want to connect with like-minded individuals and make an even bigger impact in the world, make sure you come join us. There's going to be lots of opportunity to collaborate, to showcase what you do. And this is just going to be a community of people who can help each other rise, not only in their recovery, but beyond their recovery. So if you are anything like me, you have used the excuse that I have no time. I can't hit the gym because I don't have any time. I can't food prep because I just don't have any time. It used to probably be my number one excuse. And the reality is, is when I actually took everything and started to break it down and actually analyze what I did during a day, I realized I spent a lot of time doing things like, you know, being on social media, surfing the web, just time suckers, time wasters. And, you know, I had to kind of reassess what I was doing and start to figure out what things that I love to do and what things could go because the reality was I was doing a lot of things that I felt that I had to do. And once I kind of broke it down, I realized that I didn't have to spend as much time on those things than I thought. Now, here's the interesting thing is that, you know, when I was working, um, I had a lot less time to get things done, right? I was doing my side hustle. I was writing. Um, I was still trying to take care of my health. I had all these things going on, but I intentionally woke up really early in the morning because A, I love to get up early and I love doing what filled my cup first, but 
I only had a specific amount of time to get things done before my workday would start. And so I realized that I was incredibly focused during those two to three hours each and every morning. Now, when I ended up leaving my corporate job, I now had, of course, an additional 40 hours added to my schedule. I thought, well, this is going to be easy. I'm going to have way more time to get things done. But what I've actually realized is the more time that I had to get a task completed in, the more distracted I got, right? The less focus I was because, you know, when I only had that two or three hours, I knew that if I was going to pull something off, right, if I was going to publish that book, if I was going to finish that website, I had to get things done. And so I made sure I had no distractions during that time. I have certainly learned that, you know, keeping my phone off or on do not disturb during the day has made a big difference. I mean, I already do that in the evening because I need to make sure that at a certain time I shut things down. I get an early night because I still wake up fairly early. But um, I think putting your phone on do not disturb at specific times throughout the day so you don't hear, you know, I don't have my phone on typically. I will just have it on vibrate. But as soon as you hear that, you know, a certain percentage of your attention is drawn to, ooh, I wonder who that could be. I wonder if that's my email. And so what I've had to do is start blocking off time to get specific things done. And I've actually had to close uh, my email on my, my laptop. I've also had to put my phone on do not disturb because I realize that if I only give myself a specific amount of time to get things done and I don't have those distractions, then I'm much more effective. So the reality is, is that we're all given the same amount of time per day. It's how we choose to spend that time that really matters. And this was something that I really had to take a look at because like I said, I was wasting so much time on my phone, you know, looking at social media, surfing the web, Amazon. I mean, still Amazon's one of those things that I need to get out of my life. But ask yourself these two questions. How much time do you spend doing the things that you don't enjoy doing? And what are they? You know, write them down. Write down what a typical day looks like for you. And then how much time do you spend doing what you love to do? Right? And write those down, right? How much of your day do you spend doing things that fill your cup, right? That give you a more joyful and fulfilled life? I think that when it comes to time management, discovering your purpose or your calling in life when you take the time to do that and you create this crystal clear vision of where it is you want to go it can actually help with the choices that you make I know for myself it has so I'm only speaking from my own experience here and from connecting with other people who have also discovered their purpose in life but I know for me personally when I have a decision to make right and I can choose from scenario a or b All I have to do is ask myself, you know, does this align with what I want for my life? And if it's a real clear no, and it's something that I don't have to say yes to, I say no, right? I've created those boundaries. And if it's something that does align with my future, and I know it's going to benefit me and get me closer to that ideal future, then I say yes, right? So I think that, you know, when you're making decisions moving forward, obviously there's things that we have to do because we have to take care of our children or we have, you know, to go to a job and stuff like that. But I think when it comes to other things that you fill your free time with, when you're very intentional about what that is that you're doing, 
it's easier to stay focused because you enjoy it a lot more and you're just you're you know you love doing it and I think that's why I enjoyed getting up so early in the morning is because I was very focused I was very intentional about what I was doing and it was what I love to do so as I mentioned earlier you know when I my schedule freed up quite a bit I made the mistake of opening up my week and, you know, to booking calls and recording podcasts and all that. And I was not very focused. So I found that in the first month of my journey and, you know, I had also suffered from burnout towards the end there because I was just doing way too much. I was very unfocused. I was very scattered, right? I had my goals. I managed to get things done every day. You know, so I've still been productive, but not to the degree that I had been before, because now I had more time and I was still getting the same amount of stuff done in a day. I just didn't have my eight hour workday in there. So I learned that if I wasn't intentional with what I did and I didn't block off the time to do it, it took me longer to get things done than when I had that shorter period of time to do it. So I love what I've done in terms of organization. And I, it's a topic that I love to talk to people about. It's something that I help people do. And a couple of the tools that I use, first of all, I use Google Calendar. I make sure I block off everything. I block off me time, you know, my self-care. I block off my exercise in the morning when I'm calling and it's really a great tool to use because it's all color coded. So anything that you put in your schedule and I use a program called Calendly for my coaching calls and podcast interviews, but you can set the times where you're going to schedule those in. And so I find that, you know, now I've, I'm taking as recommendation by my coach Mondays and Fridays off. I'm completely blocking them off. So Mondays I use to plan out my entire week, right? I might do a little bit of research. I might do some creative stuff on that day. But Mondays are essentially um, what my coach calls those buffer days, right? Where you're planning out your week. And now what I've done is I've done Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are where I'm actually generating that activity that will help my business grow. And so I'm picking, you know, one day to do my podcasting and then the other two days are where I'll do my coaching calls. Um, we're going to be doing a new collaboration zone call, which I'll let you know a little bit more about soon. But I am being very specific with what times during the day I'm doing that and also creating all my social media content. So if I cram all that stuff into less time and don't have it scattered all over the week, I'm a lot more intentional about it and I I'm a lot more focused. And on Monday, I use a program called OneNote and I actually have a, um, a course about around this called the Beyond Recovery Workshop. So head on over to my website. All three phases are absolutely free. So you can check it out there. But in that, I talk about how I organize myself with OneNote. So each and every day I have my stuff that I need to do that day. I have everything that I've decided I'm going to get done that week and then on the bottom I have a section for later and so if something comes up during my day that I'm like well you know what I really don't have to get it done this week but I don't want to forget about it I'll actually add it to that the last section there on that list and then when I do have extra time or maybe I've gotten more stuff done than I had planned I can always pull that up 
right? And I use that to plan the next week. So I find that OneNote is a really great tool to keep yourself organized. And I really do like the checklist because A, it's those small wins that you need to celebrate, right? When you get just even one thing done every single day that's going to get you closer to achieving your goals, it's the journey, right? It's how you feel along the way. It's not such a long wait before you accomplish that end result. And that's something that I'm really learning currently. Um, I'm learning more science-based change. And it's the journey that we need to enjoy, right? So it's getting one thing done every single day that will get you closer to your goal. One of the other things that I've just recently started doing was opening up my weekends for myself and my family and friends because I didn't get into entrepreneurship so I could work seven days a week. And I think if you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that get started, they I hear the same thing, right? That they want that time and money freedom, right? They are working very long days because you know it's sink or swim, right? It's not like a, a, a job where you get paid every couple of weeks. You are the one in charge of making that income for your family. And so, but with that, it's self-care that's important because we can't do our job effectively or focus effectively if we don't get that rest in. So opening up my weekends now and allowing that Monday and Friday as a buffer has helped tremendously. And, you know, Friday is one that I've just started blocking off and I can actually review my week and I can write down everything that worked for me and everything that didn't. And for everything that didn't work, I can either discard it completely or I can create a solution and I can try that for the following week, right? And then reassess. But I think it's it's going to be an important part of my journey to really kind of drill down into what's working and what's not because you know, this is something I'm new at. And I was actually quite surprised at how unfocused I felt when I first started on this journey and didn't have that full time job in the way. So for me, I will continue to be very intentional about the way that I spend my time. Right? When I wake up early, I give myself that time in the morning to do what I love. I notice that I have a lot more positive momentum throughout the day. Because I don't know about you, but I used to wake up right before I had to get ready for work. And if I hit snooze, it made it even worse. But, you know, that feeling of getting up, looking at the time, jumping out of bed, getting ready, you know, throwing something down your throat so you could have something to eat or stopping by drive through on the way. It just made it so that your whole day felt like that and you felt rushed and then you got home and you were, you know, resentful and bitter because things didn't meet your expectations for that day. And I've noticed by, you know, creating that space in the morning before I start my day and doing what I love, it actually, I'm a lot more calm, right? And I can handle my emotions better because I'm going to talk about it on a future episode because I'm studying a lot about emotions right now, but our emotions can completely derail us, right? When I eat something that I don't want to be eating, typically it's because of my inability to handle my emotions effectively. And that can also throw off your day. So, you know, getting that extra time in the morning and and setting that momentum for the day can be a great, great help. So I highly recommend you try it. And again, you know, look at, you know, what do you spend your time doing that you don't enjoy? Get rid of it or change it if you can. And then, of course, what is it that you love to do and do more of that? 
Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And of course, if you want to jump on a free discovery call and chat a little bit more about it, I love helping people get organized. I love helping people discover their purpose so that they can get from where they are today to where it is that they want to go. The link will be in the show notes, so go ahead and book that. And also, as promised, I am giving away free copies in PDF version of my first book called Hope Elevated, which is my story of overcoming addiction and getting sober and learning to live a life beyond recovery. So you can head on over to my website if you want to download that. It's www.theroadforward.ca slash beyond dash recovery. And there's also a link in the show notes for that. So guys, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.